Sedano Show here on ESPN LA. Clint Yates, Kirk Morrison hanging out with today as our guest co-host. And we got Dana White to kick yes. off the show, president yes. of the UFC. You got like 17 million events. You're like flying all over the country. <laughs> right? I'm glad you made time for us here, Dana. Good to see you. Thanks. I'm here doing PR today for the uh, International Fight Week, John Jones versus Tiago Santos. So I'm here. Yeah. Uh, John will be in here in studio at 4 o'clock with us as well. So we'll, we'll chat with John. Um, I guess... Let's start with that, right? Like, just kind of his resurgence and back in the fold. Like, what has that been like for you? It's been great. Listen, John Jones is, you can't even argue it. You can't deny it anymore. He's the greatest ever. He's the greatest of all time. And if you look at his life outside the octagon and what he's been able to do inside the octagon, it's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, nobody, no, nobody has ever been better than John Jones. Just The guy's unstoppable. No, I was just going to say, I mean, for those of you, I mean, look, I'm not the biggest UFC guy. I will say that. I'm right. what I would call a casual fight watcher. And Bones is the name that I've heard of. And yeah. hearing him come back to think, I mean, how much how much of a, I don't want to say nostalgia effort, but I mean, you know, how, how important is that to you in terms of bringing back guys into the fold who did reach that level to getting to sort of average fans like myself? How important is it that to bring guys like that back in terms of what you're trying to do at this stage where UFC is? Yeah, well, it's, I'm, I'm glad that he's back and, and got his... His, his personal life together, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but if you look, right now, Daniel Cormier, right? If you look at how unbelievably talented Daniel Cormier is, the only guy to ever beat him is John Jones. Mm -hmm. And they lived two completely different lives outside the octagon, you know what I right. mean? And imagine if John Jones wasn't doing the stuff that he was doing at that time. How, 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 how good could this guy be? How long could he last here? Um, what other amazing things could he do? The guy's never lost a fight ever. That one loss on his record, yeah. we're trying to get that clear. It was it was at a time and a place in the Nevada State Athletic Commission when it was at its worst. It was the weakest commission ever in the history of, of Nevada, and the referee that ref that fight shouldn't even have been in there. And he disqualified John, uh, which shouldn't have happened either. So hopefully we can get that overturned. Well, and look, he's polarizing, right? right. You either love him or yeah. you hate him, right? Which is great for any business, to right. be honest, especially the fight game. Right. No, true. Um you you can love him or hate him, but you have to respect him, man. The guy's the best to ever do it. But how frustrating was it for you to see what John was doing Very. and then also having to put out those fires as well? Like, Very. How, how did you have to handle that? Yeah, it was it, it, it was a nightmare. Um, you know, you got this guy who's incredibly gifted and talented and, you know, just keeps getting in trouble uh, in his personal life and having all these problems and... Uh, you know, we, we would fly out there and do the best we could for the guy. Right. Um, but you can't help anybody until they want to help themselves. And right. until John decided that he wanted to, you know, wanted to straighten out, th there was nothing we could really do about it. And what were those conversations like with you and him when he got back into the fold? Like, what do you remember what was said? I mean, th well, there was a long time that went by where I didn't even talk to John Jones. You know, w we had this relationship where I was just like, he's the guy. But he's never going to be the guy, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I, and when you run a business like I do, you just have to move on. Yeah. You move on, and you know Daniel Cormier was my champion, who is an absolute stud. Yeah. Beat everybody he ever faced at heavyweight and light heavyweight, um, and, and uh, you know outside of the octagon, no problems. You know, works with kids. You know, donates his time and money to kids. <laughs> right, and, right. I mean, complete polar opposites. So. You know, there was nothing wrong with having him as my champion 
you know, while John Jones was away. I don't want to get too far down this road, but you said he was the guy, but he was never going to be the guy. Right. How frustrating is that Very. from a standpoint of just not just somebody who's leading your company, but a fan of the sport as well? And a fan of his. I mean, when you watch John Jones fight, it's incredible. I mean, the guy is the best to ever do it. So to see somebody, and, and everybody in this room has seen it before, to see somebody so talented and throw the talent away, it yeah. just... It's hard to sit back and, and watch that happen, and it's unfortunate. So, I, I'm I'm happy that uh, you know he's back and he's got. And the one thing that he's doing right now is he's staying active. He's staying active. He continues to fight. It's going to be his third fight this year, and uh, he'll probably get four fights in this year. So he's accomplishing two things. He's continuing to build his legacy, and uh, he's making a lot of money. Dana so. White is here with us uh, in studio, and John Jones is going to join us in about 25 minutes or so. Um, speaking of those kind of guys, uh, what is is there a future with Conor McGregor? Yeah, uh, Conor will be back. You know, uh, Conor's sitting back right now and uh, watching how this whole thing plays out. He wants the rematch with Habib. He's going to fight Poirier in Abu Dhabi in September. So after that plays out, we'll see what Connor wants to do next. Connor is really, really, really rich. So he can sit back <laughs> and don't take say. Time and do what he wants I've to never do. heard him <laughs> tell us that ever in my life. <laughs> uh, I think, Dana, one of the things that I, I look at now uh, with the UFC – since it's merged with ESPN, right. like how have you seen growth within oh. the company since ESPN has taken over the programming rights? So I think that everybody, it's, it's, it's almost a no-brainer. Everybody knows ESPN is the biggest, baddest sports network on the planet. And, you know, when you own a sports organization like mine and where we came from, your dream is to someday be with ESPN, right? But you can't really understand the magnitude of being on this platform until you're in it like I'm in it now. Our business has gone through the roof in six months with these guys. I mean, this year, something crazy like ticket sales. We're going to break the record, the all-time record for ticket sales this year. You know, we keep beating the budget with every show that we're doing with ticket sales. Um, ratings. Um, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view even in... in uh, in the rest of the world and other countries is up since ESPN. And the list just goes on and on. These guys are really good at what they do. We are completely aligned in in uh, what we believe the future is in streaming and, and everything else with both of our businesses, us and ESPN, and uh, I couldn't be happier. It's been incredible. To that point, we were talking a little bit before we you know uh, went live. What does that mean in terms of other stuff we're going to see here? I mean, you talked about different places that you might want to go in terms of venues. How much is this going to grow for somebody like me who's going to say, oh, that is quite a place to have a fight? Yeah, this is a global sport. I literally just got back from Shanghai, China, where we just built another performance institute. We built this incredible facility out there for Chinese athletes to start training. And we actually have our first Chinese female, um, Zhang, fighting for a world title, uh, for for a world title. in China. So hmm. we're going to continue to go to different... I'm going to build a PI. We just found some dirt down in Mexico City. We're going to wow. break ground and build one there. Nice. We're going to build two more in Mexico. We're going to build one in Puerto Rico and continue to find new talent and put on fights all over the world. Dana White hanging out with us here. July 6th, Jones and Santos and Nunes and Home obviously will be on, on that card as well. But you guys have a fight on ESPN this weekend, right? You got Naganu and Dos Santos, right? Yeah, Junior Dos Santos and Francis Naganu. Um, ridiculous, ridiculous heavyweight fight with two monsters with knockout power in both hands. And uh, that is a fun fight. 
Yeah. So, um, again, if people want to watch, that one's on ESPN, right? On ESPN. Free yeah. on ESPN. Free on ESPN. And then, of course, Jones and Santos is going to be on pay-per-view on pay-per-view July 6th. So. On ESPN+. Plus. Dana, thank you for hanging out, man. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. You got Absolutely, it. Appreciate it. Right. President of the UFC. Don't forget, John Bones Jones joins us at 4 o'clock. Coming up next, uh, we'll get you the latest on the free agent frenzy in the NBA. We're back in four minutes.